right, Val, we're back. We're back, Chad. <laughs> we're back, Chad. Uh, all this noise, a lot of noise. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff today. Some good noise. I think so. I think it's always good no- noise, I'd like to say, but today... Oh, just wait till we have the first bad noise oh, episode, God. Oh, and God. we will let you know, and that <laughs> guest is going to be mortified. Oh, God. Well, thankfully, that day is not today. Good. We had a great guest, and her name is Kahlo. Yes. And she is awesome. Like, yeah. so awesome. And I think I'll say this later on in the interview as well, but I was so excited to have her be our guest today because mm-hmm. I didn't even realize until I was preparing for the interview how long I've been listening to her voice yes. as a vocalist. She has such a unique and amazing voice, and she also has an amazing personality, too. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. super fun, just conversation in general. She's interesting, a lot of... You know, amazing influences that you can you can hear in her work. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, we were lucky enough to hear the album. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit. It's uh, her upcoming, upcoming album, Pain Pleasure. Great uh, name. Yeah, and also you know, yeah, she made her breakthrough with with that song, Rinse and Repeat. Um, with Wrighton. With Wrighton, mm-hmm. and uh, so many of those listening may have may know her from that, but uh, just a really unique artist who has like so much to like draw from when you listen to her her catalog so it, yeah it, for me it was really nice to get to know her through this process and and get familiar with her work because it's it's super great i agree i mean we talk a lot about her various musical influences that range from nigerian artists to like bands that we listen to and how it all um influences her new music and i also just appreciate when people make fun music just consistently. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's so true with her. She is, and wh- when you talk to her, you can tell where it's coming from because she's just totally. like a fun person to the core, even when she's talking about things that are hard and challenges and emotions. So yeah, it was just really fun to get to know it her. It was great. And one one theme that may be recurring on this is just hearing how people kind of came out of COVID, you know, yeah. and she, yeah. she had a lot of growth and came out swinging and it, it it was really cool to hear that for me. I thought that was that was really relatable. Yes. Uh, but yeah, all this noise with Kala coming up. Enjoy. I'm not so much a gym rat now, but I was a gym rat for a very very long time. So I know all the you know spotting, form, all that stuff. I know everything. Yeah. Right. Because I would go to the club. This was my past. In my past. <laughs> in your past. In not currently. Past. Not yeah, currently. Yeah, yeah. Please do not hit me up to go to the gym at any time before noon. Okay, it will not yeah. happen. Yes. Um, I can barely get myself there. Yes. Now. Which sounds like a normal thing. But yeah. you used to do something. I used to. So I would go to the club, turn up, come back home, say 2, 3 a.m., uh-huh. 6 a.m. on the bridge. We're running. Three miles. Three miles. Crazy. We come back. We go to the gym. And then after you run, uh, yeah, then you get lunch and then you and then you go to bed a little bit and then you do it again. <laughs> yeah. That's so the this craziest. was the real rinse and repeat. Yeah. So that saying. was yeah. my longest streak was 17 days <gasps> what? of just back to back. What? Just, and then <laughs> I also I went are. to Ghana in the middle of it and then I came back home and I did it again. Yeah. My parents weren't happy, but 
I survived. Oh my god, that's done is... a lot of great songs about it. And Literally, you I think I the... have like five songs that are out of just about this specific <laughs> time in my life. And you life. probably were in the best shape of your life. Oh, I was in great shape. <laughs> my cardiovascular fitness yes. on ten. That is so. So now this has influenced your music in a way. Yeah. Yeah. So now I have uh, me and Bill and Ted because they're also on a gym wave right now. Shout out Bill and Ted. Um, So we were like, you know what? Let's just write a gym anthem because you know, as as you guys probably know, a lot of my songs are gym friendly. Yeah. Treadmill friendly. Activity movement. Yeah, I do a treadmill test for most of Mm. my songs. Um, So I'm like, you know what? Let's make a gym song because I don't. I don't have a lot of party experiences to write about. I, anymore. I, yeah. Anymore. Anymore. <laughs> anymore. Right now. Right? Wait, so you don't, so people give it the car test, but you give it the treadmill test? I give it the yeah. treadmill test because I'm like, if I can't run to it, oh, even okay. if it's slow. Yeah. You know, because, yeah. you know, there's slow, some slow songs slow you can run, run to, you know, when you, when the heart rate's coming down. Yeah. And then you yeah. whoosh, 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 hit the breather. High intensive interval, baby. Come on. I mean, so, I listen to podcasts, so I mean, <laughs> anything with a beat would be extreme. <laughs> so so uh, we're just like, you know what? Let's just write a gym anthem. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's just all the gym references I could fit in three minutes. Is there we're a just, gym lyric that you're particularly proud of? Um, geez, that you can think of. I am proud of. I kid you not. Every bar, because I don't know how <laughs> in here was able to write three minutes of gym. See, that's a good way to just make sure you listen to the single. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, I just like every bar. Sure so, awesome. if you want to hear it, you got like listen. literally. If you feel like your heart rate is coming down, I'm gonna sound like a Peloton instructor. Where's the camera? <laughs> if you feel like the heart rate is coming down. And you cannot continue. You have no will to continue. I want you to put this song on. You will have three minutes of sprint time. Oh, sprint! Just get that heart rate climbing up. Yeah, I just had the vision, literally, of you on the peloton with the lights in the background. Like that was your that was your peloton instructor. Yeah, if you were just watching that on YouTube, we're gonna put it right in the description right here. Incredible. Sponsored by. Oh my god, I love it. Uh, Yeah, because we just went crazy, and we were like, it, it might come out very corny, or it might be the best thing we've done and I think it falls into the latter it's in the latter category I can't wait that's gonna be amazing yeah kind of want to ask you about your style because I think your style is awesome and all the hairstyles you rock so can you like what what do you go through when you're trying to figure out your next hairstyle your outfits okay walk me through okay so it is a whole process (laughs) oh I love that you have asked me this question because I've been meaning to talk about it for a long time because So I have about 12-ish, 14 wigs. Okay. Yeah, so it depends on the day and the errand and the activity. Of course. You know? Yeah. So it's like, are we going bombshell today? Are we going Edna Mode? Where are we going (laughs) today? So then the wig determines the fit. Right. Right. Right? So if... It should be the activity determined to fit, but the but wig, no. <laughs> it starts from the wig, right? Incredible. And then we work top down because yeah. then I also I don't play with my makeup also. Mm-hmm. So we do the face, we do the lips, and then we do, and then shoes are last. I just developed an obsession with shoes. So it sounds like you ba- really go from top to bottom. Top to bottom, yes, wow. yes. Respect. And I had like a style renaissance uh, about... Two years ago, like at the end of COVID, I was just like, oh, my God, I used to say I'm going to dress like this when I grow up, but I've grown up. <laughs> OK, wait. So what what did you think you were going to dress like and versus now? So I used to want to dress a lot more like sophisticated, like more feminine, mm-hmm. 
you know, but I was still in like, you know, Doc Martens and vinyl pants all the time, you know, <laughs> and just like bandanas and all that stuff. But then I was like watching YouTube and I was like, God, I want to dress like that. And yeah. then I was like, hello, we're, we're here. This is yeah. around when you start. So I literally just, I gave away like half my wardrobe. The real real became my best friend. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I just like, oh, this is thrifted. This is four dollars. Very cute. Um, so lots of thrifting because we love the planet in here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I just started going crazy and just like experimenting because I like to play with like mask and femme um, silhouettes. Mm-hmm. So um, it depends on the day and the wig. I love. I, lo- I wish. I hope that there's a photo of your collection of wigs out there because I did would you, love to see. Did you have trouble parting with the clothes, the wardrobe? Are you sentimental uh, in that way? A little bit in that. Like I remember when I realized I was sentimental about uh, clothes was when my Doc Martens. I wear Doc Martens for like every show. Mm-hmm. I've I've never done a show without them, and then. Because they're so comfortable and I can rage and not sprain my ankle. Right. Yeah. I call them so, brave stompers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stompers. They're so good. That's good. I like that. And then um, I had worn them so much because I think I played like 80 shows or something crazy. They had got like a rip in the crease because I wasn't using oh, wow. like the leather conditioner and everything. Oh. And then I had to give them away because they have like this exchange program you can do. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, before when you want to get a new pair, you get some credit. Oh, interesting. And then... They were they were taking them, and then someone like you pl- comes on, Adele, and I just started crying in the middle of the song because I'm like all the memories I had in these boots. I actually you know? relate to that so much because I get so sentimental about. Yeah. I'm, I'm a stuff girl. Yeah, yeah. I'm a tchotchke. Like I love oh, buying you got little the tchotchkes, tchotchkes things when I travel. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and so I get really sentimental about clothes with a yeah. lot of memories and stuff. So I. I fully understand crying. Yeah, and yeah. I got under, I've got i cried listening to Adele's uh, Someone Like You <laughs> yeah, as well. So. And I'm, I'm actually not kidding. I straight up bawled See? one time when oh I heard God. that song. Now imagine you're letting go of your shoes that has all your memories. <laughs> it has. And I, the yeah, attendant, he, bless his heart, he was like, you know what? I'll give you a minute. Yeah, that's so sweet. I get it. You know, I totally can relate. I went through the same. It wasn't much of a renaissance, but it was like a soft reboot of like yeah, my wardrobe. A, yeah. You know, I was like, I got to just have a couple chains, you know, exactly. like it's just a nice okay, accent, yeah. you know. And then yeah. I was like, I don't need so many screen printed tees. Exactly. Like I'm not 22 anymore. Uh-huh. I'm not 12 anymore. You know, I've yeah. been dressing the same way. Yeah, exactly. that was it. I was like, I've been dressing the same way. And I always used to say, I'm going to dress like this when I grow up. Right. I'm going to, but I was like, okay, I think it's time. Well, good on and you I for just, that. That's what I call reshuffling. I'm yeah. proud of yeah. both of you. Oh, thank you. Both of I think COVID was like that time where we're like, ah, yeah, if I'm yeah. going back out there, I ain't yeah, doing Yeah, they right. we outside. Yeah. We can't go outside yeah. the you same You look at yourself person. a little different, I think, yeah. after yeah, oh my so, gosh, that's so it amazing. was definitely a hole. Now you know. Sometimes I want to show a little leg. Well, welcome to Los Angeles, and yeah. uh, thank you. Welcome to all this noise. All this noise. <laughs> this is <laughs> thank uh, you. this is our podcast that we like to say is a music podcast by people who love music for people who love music. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love so that I'm. Super, super happy to have you. It's my first time meeting you. And yes. the funniest thing for me when we were talking about setting this up was 
that I didn't even realize that I've been listening to your voice for so long. Oh, wow. And I've yeah. known of you as an artist. So I'm so excited to like actually have a chance to sit down and hear about your journey and all that. But like Rinse and Repeat was the song for me when that came out. Yeah. So yeah. it's so exciting to have you. And I'm glad to like Thank meet you. you at this point in your career where there's like so much exciting stuff to talk about. Yes. Yeah. So how are you feeling? You know, you're in LA. You told me you're working on some music and yeah. lots of exciting announcements coming out right about yeah. now, right? Yeah, yep. I finished my album. That was, it was a lot of release to get that out. Yeah. And then, um, so I only just started writing new music, like, in the past few weeks, because, unfortunately, my dad passed in December. Oh, I'm so sorry to so hear. So, it was very tough, because it's like, I, 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 like, you've listened to my stuff. It's like a lot of party, party. Yeah. Yep. Turn yes. up, turn up. Death. <laughs> so yeah. it was like a little tough for me to try to figure out um, what to, you know, write about now. Of course, so yeah. that took me a minute. So I wasn't even do. I made a deliberate decision to like not write songs because every time I would try, it would just be like grief related. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So of I'm course. like, you know what? Let Let's go through this. Yes. You know? Well, that's good process. that you didn't push it down and yeah. try to compress it, yeah. decompartmentalize, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, let's go through this. And then maybe, who knows, eventually. You know, when a, a song that I found out was so, not, not I mean, it's always been great, but I just found out it's about grief. Um, that Janet Jackson song, um, Together Again. Yes. That song. Mm. Yeah. I didn't know, but it's like such a dance floor anthem. But it's about grief and loss and like... So maybe I'll make a fun song about grief. (laughs) I mean, I was going to say, because I think your music, like you explained, it's so fun. It's so high energy, always encouraging you to move and dance around. Even when you're talking about things, I think that are not necessarily happy, happy concepts all the (laughs) time. But I think that's like a really interesting experience as a listener because a lot of times you get hooked onto like the beats and the vibe and then Mm -hmm. people start listening to the lyrics a little bit and they're like, like you just had with your Janet Jackson song, like yeah, you realize it's like, about oh, something a lot I didn't deeper. Realize. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's kind of I think where I'm headed to lyrically. Yeah, right now I had a similar kind of feeling listening to the album, which we'll talk about. But um, mm-hmm. I feel like you do have serious subject matter in some of your songs, but you don't it, take yourself so seriously. You yeah. know, if I don't know if if that's the right impression that I got, but yeah, that's you know. what I I definitely wanted to. I I bought this book. I bought it because it had a cute cover, and then I ended up. It ended up like. <laughs> so you judged a book everything. by its cover. I did. <laughs> the, the, the I did. I, you know, one of those. You just walk into a bookstore. You yeah. have you have no intent to be oh, yeah. there, but yeah. it's like it's a nice day. You right. just want to yeah. be around books. Yeah. Like so I just picked it up. It's called uh, "How to Write One Song" by Jeff Tweedy. Oh. So okay. literally, it breaks down. I didn't know this because I didn't open it. You know, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to LA. They, you know, the label and my publishers had booked like I think three weeks worth of sessions for me that year, and I just had a studio session like every day. And I was just like, you know what? Let's pick this up. Mm-hmm. And it because it deconstructs that songwriting process because there was a lot I went through during COVID, like you know, with industry and business, and you know, just professional relationships falling apart. Yeah. Like I, I had a lot of anger and hurt inside mm-hmm. of me, but I didn't want to go, ah, you know, like ballad it up yeah. for like three weeks. I was like, no, that's not fun. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to write it in, in a like tongue in cheek type of, you know, like yeah. the opening track is about murder. 
I, but it's happy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I like the, the tonally. It was a very, uh, very nice to hear that kind of that juxtaposition. You know. Yeah. Like, so I wanted to write about all that stuff that I was internally dealing with, because I have this like notes, you know, in the notes app. So I have this uh, note that I've just been, if I'm in the middle of a conversation, much like this one, and mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, that could be a lyric, and I'll just write it down. So it got to a point where like a year and a half worth of the phrases in there were just anger, I want to watch you die. Um, <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> So yeah. I was like, there's no other inspiration I can pull. I do not have positive experiences yeah. to write about, but I wanted to write them in a fun way. Right. So, so pain, but make it fun. Right. So <laughs> That's so interesting. So do you feel like you've always kind of gone to process, even like the tough emotions like that? Do you always naturally gravitate towards it being like a fun version of your emotion or your experience? When you ask it like that, my therapist, shout out Sharon, um, she did say <laughs> that I use humor to deflect. Yeah. So perhaps that yeah. is... A situation Which that is occurs in so my mind. relatable. Yeah, but I didn't know how to convert that to music. Like, you know, I can make a joke in the middle of a funeral, but, you know, I can't, I don't, I didn't know how to like sonically or yeah. audibly, I don't know, translate it. Yeah. So that book was really, really helpful. Well, even on like your, um, one of your more recent singles, like Karma, feels mm-hmm. like there's like a, for me, there was like a refreshing self-awareness in it. Oh, yeah. And, yes. But also... Shout out, pa- Sharon. Very Sharon. <laughs> Sharon. <laughs> kind of a ghostwriter. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Wait, don't um, say that. Then I got to give a royalty. No, no. We're, we're, that was completely a joke. <laughs> Sharon, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, it just it was it's just so fun to, to kind of go into that world with you, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, it is a self-aware... Because then when I started my sessions with... I started therapy in 2018. And when I started... I went because, you know, I had had a succession of like, uh, I I don't want to say failed relationships, but I'm like, hey, they're the problem. And then I realized maybe after a glitter bomb I sent, (laughs) perhaps maybe I am the problem after after a while. So I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's go unpack all of this and see where. You know, I could be in the wrong. It's hard for me to admit I'm wrong. Once again, growth. Yes. Good for you. Look at that. Good for you. And look how you've come out of it on the other side with a new song, a new music video. Uh uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you know, there is like an interesting concept where, you know, a lot of people experience PTSD. Yeah. But then there's this other experience that some people can have. I feel like I've had it. So, And maybe this might relate to you in some way, but like it's Mm -hmm. like post-traumatic growth. You know, Ooh. where yeah, like you yeah. come out of something, but you utilize that feeling to kind of fuel yeah. you, you know, and yeah, and, and examine yourself. And uh, I, but I agree with you. Taking accountability—that's a huge thing. Yeah, it's a huge thing. It's tough. Yeah, yeah. and it sounds like some of it is in the music too. Yeah, because this guy he up and he went, he got married and everything. And I'm like, okay, you kind of did this long list of stuff. It does make sense. <laughs> yeah, that he's left and moved on to someone who's not crazy and a little unhinged <laughs> so okay let's accept that yeah and, and let's you can write laugh. about it and all you can do now is laugh and yep. enjoy yeah. enjoy the result of it right exactly so tell us a little bit about the music video because i do love across the other music videos that i've seen of yours like how you. conceptual you get into it and like yeah. visually it's so fun so tell us about karma's music video the latest one so karma's music video um 
This one I actually directed myself because I had oh, like nice. I loved that uh, Christine and the Queens music video Tilted, mm. the one with the blue background. Not familiar. She, but I love oh her. god, it so good! It's just like yeah. simple choreo, and she, it's just cool. I don't know. It's just it was the best video, music yeah. video I had seen in a while mm-hmm. when I was watching it. Um, so I always wanted to do something in that realm of just like simple choreo and just like. Yeah, so I teamed up with this guy, Iwuka, shout out him. And we like basically brought this idea I had in my head to life. So it's very, it's choreo heavy. Mm-hmm. And then, he, you know, we had some scenes in there of like, you know, all these men that I had hurt in the past just losing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh <laughs> behind me. While I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's so, yeah, that, that's like the music video essentially. Choreo. Yeah. And, you know, toxic awareness. <laughs> I love that. I it's love a, that. That's, that is a cool, uh, a lot of the themes you're exploring are kind of unique, you know, in yeah. that way. Yeah. Like unique, but then also extremely relatable. Re- relatable, yeah. Yeah. In a way that I feel like sometimes artists don't explore that side no. because yeah. you know like you it's said tough. it yeah. would be admitting, yeah. admitting it would be kind things. of like showing a little bit of you know yeah, vulnerability yeah. saying it's like I, the opening line is i'm not always the good guy right. which is true it's like it's hard to admit that you're the bad guy in someone else's narrative but the truth is no matter how nice and sweet like me <laughs> <laughs> you are you probably hurt someone maybe not even intentionally mm-hmm. you know it might have just been your headspace in the moment. Well, everyone is yeah. somebody's fool, you know? It's like you got to yeah. think, mm-hmm. like, you know, if you have this victim mentality, you know, that's understandable, but then you take a step back and then you look at a you're bigger like, picture okay. and you're like, well, I probably, someone yeah. thinks that of me that I've yeah. done yeah. them wrong, you know? And it, that I think that's when you break, make the breakthrough where you're like, all right, mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah. know, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I get it now, you know? But yeah. we, we all have stories we tell, right? Yeah, yeah. I and mean, did a lot of those stories kind of make itself on 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 the record? You think on this? I tried to not hold back at all, which that's why it was tough. Because I I think I was hiding behind the mask of like, um, just that my part. I want to say my party era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when we, I was we all just have like, one, you know. Where are we going? Where are we going tonight? Where's the ginger? <laughs> you know? So that was me. Like, even in my friend group, that was, like, that was my brand in the friend group of, like, okay, wh- who is a fun person we hit up is just always me. Right. So even that started to get exhausting because it was just, like, after a while, people o- only wanted to, like, hang out if I was, like, on. Right. And I was going only. through a lot of stuff that was causing me to not be on. But, you know, I think it's that, like, really early 20s... Uh, whatchamacallit I don't want to give out my age Lord <laughs> that energy that era yeah that yes. era yes, exactly. of like for some that, of us it lasts way longer than it should that's true so. yeah so it starts you know if you're not on all the time and you have to go out and they expect you to be on and you know shot 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 mm-hmm. but it's just that's the brand yeah. you've created around yourself mm-hmm. then it's just like who am I if not the person who has the bottle of Jack Daniels by hand? Yeah. You know? Yes. So I had to like really go within. Yeah. And like search for that. That was very tough. Mm-hmm. But shout out Sharon once again. Sharon, <laughs> um, Sharon's the real MVP. MVP. Yeah, she Literally. is the MVP. Did we just do a jinx there? Yeah, yeah. exactly. You owe me a coke. <laughs> no, I, think, I think it's so relatable because I feel like personally, you know, going through COVID times and also going through an era of, mid late 20s and changing your mm-hmm. identity it's like late 20s Woo-hoo. 
Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the age later. You know, you know, personally. Um, but I feel like so many people go through this, this really difficult to talk about mental space of like, who am yeah. I if I'm not this job or this yeah. identity or whatever? And obviously, COVID I think helped a lot of people have a moment of like, okay, who yeah. are you really? Like, yeah. without all the other people, all the things that you're doing regularly, like what makes you happy? Yeah, what, exactly. What feeds your soul and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah I mean. I'm excited for people to hear the music because I think, again, people will relate. And I'm glad. It sounds like you have maybe, with Sharon, worked through some tough things that you yourself yes, went through yes, as yes. well, right? Yeah, because even it, everything, like you asked about my wigs, it does start with the wig. Same yeah. with the self-realization. Yes. The wig. Yes. Because yes. then I had <laughs> almost all my green, my wigs were green. Right. You know, yes. so that used to be like I put that on. Then I'm like, OK, what outfit goes with this bright neon green yeah. right. wig? And that was like my personality based off of this wig. Mm. The yeah. wigs control my life. <laughs> that is a breakthrough I just had. <laughs> right um, now. Right now. Right like, now. Note to talk to Sharon about the wigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to write that down. Um, so I was just like, wow, I don't feel as confident and as you know like mm-hmm. i used to put the green wigs on and it would just like awaken this like fierceness inside yeah. of me sure yeah but like maybe early last year like actually not even i'm lying maybe two years ago because i remember i shaved all my head off, hair off oh wow also at a point while i was writing the album my yeah. hair was shaved um so i was just like i don't like i put the wigs on i don't feel that energy surge when yeah. I put it on anymore and then last year I think it just hit it because then you know shows started picking back up and I started doing shows and I'm like this is not there's a disconnect between the wig and the person now mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah look at that yeah I, like- <laughs> That's, I mean I think it's so fascinating because I relate to I mean I'm not a wig person but I very much relate to what you're saying yeah, we're I love just my going wigs, through that phase as, as of we've like established. yeah we're yes, something that almost served as like your little body armor, you know, yeah. before whether it's an actual physical wig or a job again. Yeah. And then that changes for you internally. Yeah. And then you have to kind of figure out how to communicate that to people around you who've come to expect yeah. that from you and all that kind of stuff. So Well, mm-hmm. it, it's almost like it gives you an instant character, you know? Yeah. And then exactly. you think if I you thought of it down, as a character. Right. Yeah. 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 So if you take away the character, then you have to self examine. But yeah. I mean, that's just all part of the process, right? Because you're like, oh, I'm not I'm not raging anymore like I used to. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. not what interested you anymore. Yeah, it was kinda I mean, whether we do like it or not, clothes do make the in, in my case, woman. So, you know, when you walk into, like, I remember I was going to, like, my, I would always go to my doctor. I have this very bougie doctor. She's in, like, upper Manhattan, you know. <laughs> Shout out insurance also. <laughs> um, so I know, like, when I go into the building and maybe I have, like, the green wig on, you know, I'm responded to in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So I remember one of the times when I had my first bombshell wig, mm-hmm. all black. Mm-hmm. And I walked in there and they're like, oh, ma'am. I was referred to as ma'am. Oh, you're like, who's ma'am? Like, oh, ma'am, ma'am now, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I, and I, I, used, I would hate that if this was like, I don't know, four years ago. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I, I like this. You're I like, like, <laughs> like, and then I started wearing heels out more because yeah. I would wear my boots because I love to mosh. I used to love moshing in yeah. the middle. Just yep. mosh Again, it away. Again, stompers. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> so now, like, you know, I would wear heels and then people treat me more like feminine. People want to help me downstairs. Mm. They don't even Ooh. want me to open the door by myself. Ooh. I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> 
<laughs> there's female privilege i didn't know this yeah wow <laughs> yeah so it was like it tied into the clothes and even the way i wanted to sound take it back to the music mm-hmm. how i wanted to like sound and how i wanted because i hadn't even expressed like my female vulnerability on music before because i used to if I had to be very honest, I used to associate that with weakness. I don't know mm-hmm. why. Mm. But I used to, like, associate, oh, no, this has happened in my love life with, like, weakness. But right. there's, like, strength in that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's strength in that that I did not know about up until very recently. So I wanted That's to. Great. yeah. Do you think so, you finally started to build a relationship with yourself? Yeah. 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 I think that's where it comes from yeah. a lot of times. Yeah, because you know? now I'm, like... Like, the the wig, I wanted to communicate a certain, like you said, image of, like, okay, I don't care what people think about me. And, I, you know. Yeah. But now I'm, like, I'm so secure in myself right now that I'm just, like, I don't need bright green hair to scream that for me yeah. <laughs> as soon as I walk into right. the room. Yeah. No, it's like she said. It's like armor, you know. It's like you have this, yeah. this shield. But then when you kind of... When you're comfortable with what you have, you can pretty much wear anything, you know. And yeah, exactly. And, and any, any wig. In mm-hmm. any <laughs> yeah. wig, exactly. But I, exactly. I like I like that where you're starting to realize like it, it's a weird thing in society. You start kind of like dressing to be the person that you want to be or like to yeah. present, and yeah. then it kind of gets you know kind of the, there's like this confirmation bias where like people also are like giving it back to you. It's like a loop, yeah. and then you're like, oh, exactly. I think as like a as a artist when you first even decide to pursue music, like there's mm-hmm. a level of like almost like insanity in doing that in general you know yeah, like it's so hard true. it's not an easy <laughs> we're all thing. insane yeah and i mean like to be a creative professionally you have to have a level of like okay i'm gonna make it i'm gonna do this yeah. and really go for it so i do feel like that's a common thing where people have to like attach to an image yeah. and really commit to that prove to people that they are that person and then once they get there yeah. then you really enter this really nice era of being like yeah. okay this is now who i am mm-hmm. and you yeah. maybe shed that a little and yeah. actually get to be, like, the next level version of yourself as an artist. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was doing a lot of, like, collabs with DJs also. And, mm-hmm. you know, you guys have been to those. And you always see, like, <laughs> yeah. um, first of all, there's not a lot of vocalists they do, that they do invite during the set. Right. Yeah. And it's always, learned this the hard way, it's always their set. You're the side yeah. attraction when yeah, you yeah. come on as a vocalist. So I really used to hate, like, being tossed to the side at those mm. things. I'm like, hello. <laughs> Do you not do you see, see this do you face? See what, You're like, uh, every, yeah. everything that people are singing along to, <laughs> yeah, that's me. It's yeah. me. Yeah. Right. So I remember I tried pink, I tried purple, but the day mm. I tried green, whew, mm. the day I tried green, yeah. I, did, I was late to the show because people kept stopping me. They're like, oh my God, <laughs> this green on your skin tone. It's so gorgeous. Wow. I'm like, ooh. You're like, you so like something. <laughs> Hello. So that's that's like how that came about, you know? Yeah. So all of a sudden, you know, me doing my own solo work and stuff, now it's just me on yeah. the stage. I don't need to like prove anything mm. to anyone. Yeah. So I'm curious though, because like just taking it back a bit, you know, because she mentioned rinse and repeat, and that mm-hmm. was like a huge breakthrough moment for you. Yeah. And that was huge. pretty early. Yeah. Was that early on in your career? That was my was... first professional single. Right. Okay. Yeah. So wow. and then you're, so you're nominated for a Grammy. Yeah. Uh, your first professional. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was that no like pressure. For you? Yeah. I mean, just like to start <laughs> with that as your entry, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a lot because I thought, oh, maybe if I, I remember, uh, then I felt so stupid because i have this like um when 
I was in college and all that, these group of like producers and songwriters that we would all like have this massive Skype call, like Mm -hmm. 10 of us just arguing music all the time. (laughs) And I remember one big, big like debate we had was like, okay, when will you feel like you made it? And Mm -hmm. for me, I was like, when I get a Grammy nomination or I win a Grammy, it's over. I'm retiring that day. (laughs) And then it happened the first single. I was like, oh, Uh -oh. okay, I got to rethink this. I think I set the bar a little too low. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how it happened. Happens sometimes, <laughs> right? You, you wow. maybe you're like, oh, I gotta maybe yeah. maybe an Oscar is a little bit higher than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's like then you know, thankfully I detached. Like I don't need a Grammy nomination; it would be nice. No, but it, shout out uh, Recording Academy. Um, <laughs> We're gonna have a list of shout outs at the end. Yeah, just to re- yeah. Re- it would be nice, but like yeah. I don't need that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it was. I mean, obviously, also you realize that. You know, it's just it's just one award, you know, that yeah. you're, and you got to then yeah. use that momentum to you know, keep fueling what you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that what that was like for you? Because I can imagine, you know, obviously you're initially so excited to get that kind of recognition. Yeah. So happy. And yeah. then as an artist, in a way, I feel like I've heard people talk about, you know, when you have one hit song and that really reaches a ton of people doing the follow up one feels yeah. really tough. Right. Yeah. That, Did you that experience tough. that? Oh, after yeah. That? Yeah, I definitely did. Because then also it was it was a collaboration. Right. So there was also a thing of like, there was an internal imposter syndrome era of mm-hmm. like, oh, was it my nomination? Mm-hmm. You know, but then, you know, I learned how to DJ over COVID also. Oh, cool. The, this COVID era was such a breakthrough. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> so, um, so I remember Michael Brun, shout out him, he taught me how to DJ and he was just like, yeah, just use your songs. And that's when I started to realize, oh my God, um, my songs are really great for DJing mm-hmm. because, you know, there's not really a key to my voice, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. it goes over. You could put my vocals on anything, it'll sound good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Breakthrough. Okay. Yeah. So this is why all the DJs are always in my emails. All right. Okay. Now I know what I have. Because before I used to really be like, oh no, maybe maybe if maybe if I say no, I might not get this chance again. Try try replicating it. See how it works. No, it's not going to happen. I love that. <laughs> That's <laughs> I mean, amazing. AI, yeah. AI, no, AI does exist. Well, I but, know, but <laughs> you know, you know, it's a, it, it's a good point because the track rinse and repeat. It's writing is the yeah. co- the the collaborator. This is mm-hmm. song. Uh, that you were featured on, but I mean, I didn't know who made who the producer was. I just I knew the voice when I first yeah, heard yeah, it, you know, yeah. and 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 that I think says uh, there's some credit to be lended to that. Yeah, because you, know, you know they try to put baby in a corner. But I was like, <laughs> no, yeah. So that it, Michael teaching me how to DJ and like really explaining that to me really made me see it in a completely different light, and I, it just gave me a refreshed sense of confidence. Of like, okay, I really am one of a kind. Like, I'm I'm one of one. Mm. Yes. You can't can't replicate this. <laughs> yeah. So then I started being a little stingy. So my favorite thing to say is no. Now, yeah, that's powerful. You got to get good at no. saying no. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, I, I think I mean I think that's such a great message too because there is this whole I think highly undervalued, underappreciated like unit of vocalists that really have made dance hits Mm -hmm. which is a world that you came from and i'm so glad to hear that you're kind of stepping into your ownership of like you're more than just the dance music vocalist and also that your talent is what made 
many of the songs that you've been on. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's a lot of that probably where like the vocalist almost gets forgotten yeah. in the place of the producer. Yeah. Because, you know, it's their track. They're promo- they're playing it everywhere and around the world. Like you said, it's sometimes hard to bring the vocalist with them all the time. Yeah. But it's the, the words that everyone's singing along are yeah. their words, you know, your guys' yeah. words. I mean, I didn't understand it at first because, you know, dance music as a space was very unfamiliar territory for me. Mm. Mm. Like, you know, I knew like the early 2000s house, but by the time... You have to understand, by the time Rinse and Repeat came out, the big genre for dance was, I think, dubstep. Yep. Like, Skrillex dubstep. Mm-hmm. So, it was very unheard of for that, and very unlikely even for a song like that to, like, yeah. blow up. So It was ahead of its time, you know, in a way, because yeah. a lot of songs have a similar sort of, uh, a lot of popular songs now, yeah. electronic music, yeah. are very similar. You know? yeah. yeah. And I've noticed I am the blueprint. <laughs> you're like, all right, guys, I, I <laughs> yeah, see you swagger jacking. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm curious because, you know, you're saying that you weren't really familiar with the dance music space even before that song came out. So how did you and Wrighton first come together? And why did that why did that feel like the first song for you to come out? Or how did that happen, I guess? Um, well, that was a very interesting collaboration and unlikely collaboration mm-hmm. to happen because we, we met on Twitter. And then, um, what you would call it? And then we made this song, and I was just like, I don't know if I don't know how this song is gonna pick up or do anything. Mm. He put it in like a one-hour DJ mix, and that right. was that. I re- I moved to Nigeria because I was like, I don't know if this song is gonna really do anything. I was <laughs> like, maybe maybe I'll get a few hundred plays on SoundCloud. <laughs> right. That was my best Couple. case scenario. Yeah, yeah. a yeah. thousand plays. Wow. Uh. Yeah, but then it just went and. I to to this day I cannot answer that question because I don't know how it happened. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. But then you know, seeing it now in hindsight and seeing, like you said, how it um, how like modern pop music and even modern vocal styles have been like influenced by that. Because even with like syncs and TV shows and stuff like that, I've noticed. Yeah. I've really understood now the strength in my vocal and mm. how, yeah. like, you could put me on a classical track i'll make it pop yeah well you have a really impressive like you know record of of getting a lot of your stuff synced but also i'm sure you hear things and you're like they use my my record as as probably as yeah yeah Yeah, definitely on the mood board i actually found out that that actually does happen quite a lot i found out recently well it's less expensive yeah (laughs) Um, so i was like ooh, okay i want to be pissed but that's exciting yeah. yeah well take us back a little bit more um so you're from nigeria in lagos uh so was dance music uh, growing up what kind of music was in the household and what were you influenced by um it's funny i just had this conversation yeah. over, this, over the weekend um so my dad used to listen to a lot of like 80s r&b mm-hmm. and a few pop records here and there yeah. so a lot of like shalimar and right. the whispers and uh he loved michael jackson so and sinatra i just i not to cut you off but i was telling valerie i'm really into you know i don't know if you've seen that like 80s boogie pop and disco from nigeria is like having oh, yeah, a moment yeah, yeah, you know yeah. um uh, it's steve steve monite steve monite uh, monite yeah. okay yeah. monite uh yeah, like he, like that song "Only You" is just like huge. Yeah, and Frank Ocean actually covered it at FYF. Yeah, and Tame Impala, and, and Theophilus Impala. London. Yep, yep. <laughs> and and yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was wondering. I've just, 
I, were you familiar with those records yeah, as well growing up? I was literally just putting people onto it this weekend. Yeah, it, that's <laughs> yeah. the beauty of YouTube. Like a lot of these older scenes are like having yeah, a resurgence. Yeah, and William yeah. Onyebo and like all these people. So um, I didn't grow up listening to that. I actually got introduced to that um, when I started making dance music. And then, you know, they would go crate digging and they're like, are you familiar with this stuff? Did you grow up on this? I'm like, I don't even know who these people are. But then <laughs> I guess, you know, then it was like a great, like really oh god i want to cuss mind fuck (laughs) (laughs) it was a mind fuck of recordings (laughs) that just made their way to like i guess some british labels and stuff so Mm -hmm. that's Mm. how they got put out and i I mean in a way i'm kind of experiencing a similar situation because my music is not like massively famous back home you know but some people hear my stuff and they hear my accent and they're like oh wow, she's making this level of stuff and she's Nigerian. How is it? Because, you know, right now Afrobeat is having a moment, but mm-hmm. I don't sure. make a lot of Afrobeat. Mm-hmm. On my album, we got a little sprinkle, sprinkle of Afrobeat <laughs> here and there. But, you know, my dad grew up listening to the 80s disco R&B because he also lived in New York for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, and he loved to party. <laughs> <laughs> you took uh, that from him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and then my mom listens to a lot of like... Uh, like, I want to say Yoruba high life. Yoruba is my language and my culture. Mm-hmm. And then I have an uncle who listens to, like, oh, he just has the best music taste. And then my sister, we have, like, a 10-year age gap. So she listens to, like, 90s R&B. She loved the Spice Girls mm. and Tupac growing up. So I have this mm. cluster of just Good inspiration blend. to yeah. pull from, yeah. you know? So it just... It depends on the wig. <laughs> it depends on the wig and the day, you know, because it's funny you say, said the Only You track because I literally just made a track that I, I heavily referenced the vocal, like, stacks yeah. of that. As I was, like, telling the engineer, I'm like, we want to make it sound like this, mm. but also by, like, Mojo, that lady song, that lady yeah. can be. So we want to marry the two, <laughs> right, right. right? And then the baby is what I'm making. That's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, so. I think it, it's it's such an amazing time for that reason that, like, those sort of obscure scenes are now having a moment that, mm-hmm. like, it, music doesn't exist in this chronology anymore, this, like, linear yeah. kind of, and, like, yeah, like, um, Kate Bush can go number one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think I because re- you know, I would always have these moments like I get unfortunately, I get in my head a lot of like, oh I'm not making blah blah blah, it's not good enough. Right. And then I hear it and I'm like, this this is pretty fire. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But also yeah. you have to think about how like with global music, like yeah. when when Rinse and Repeat came out, you know, and yeah. compared to now, we're in a totally different musical yeah, landscape when it comes we, to global. I, did, I definitely did not know that song was gonna do what it did, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So you never know. So you just if the, if anything, my career has taught me so far, it's just whatever feels natural in here. Just lay it out on the mic. Mm. I was gonna say it's shot a lot. If it's supposed to pop off, it will. Yeah. If it's not. And it's better to be making music that feels different than whatever is already out there because that's what people are going to be so excited to find when they get there. And I think all the things we're talking about where the timelessness of like older eras of music now being popular now, like TikTok has a lot to do with that. People just discovering old music and making it big again now. And then also the global discovery aspect where I think a lot of people 
in like the Western side of music are now becoming really open to like, oh, wow, look at all these other little subgenres that have existed yeah. for a long time, yeah. but are just having their moment on the mainstream yeah. main stage now. Which it's kind of like when even Afrobeat blew up. Because yeah. I, I remember when I um, was in college, I would like play it and then people would be like, oh, what's that? And no one was like ever interested, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> and then I think the trajectory of culture and just it just became the right climate for Afrobeat to just, whew, yeah, you know? It's amazing. So, I mean, you have someone like Black Coffee headlining Sahara Tent, you know? It's like yeah. you would think, wow, it's interesting how this just, uh, it's just yeah, how like people Rema have evolved. With the We've evolved. Three song in the US. Like, right. That's insane to me. Yeah. I remember I would get so excited if I saw a car driving by and it was playing Nigerian. I was like, ah, that's Nigerian song. Yeah. yeah. But now it's like, I don't need. Which I realize is kind of like crazy that I don't even get that feeling anymore because it's so common. Like yeah. they were playing Calm Down on the on the way here. Like it's like, okay, no big deal. But it is a big deal. <laughs> that, is a big that, deal. Was, yeah. that was not even up to 10 years ago. It was, yeah. Hey, yeah it's, just... it's interesting too because you see people like Major Lazer. Uh, I know you've collaborated with Diplo and like yeah. people who are like, oh, Major Lazer has always had a bit of a pulse on like the global trends that they introduce in their music that they bring to, you know, mm-hmm. maybe more of a wider audience. A lot of it was kind of with like reggaeton and stuff. But now, like they're playing a festival coming up at, at um, Portola Music Festival. They're going back to back with major league DJs. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, like a lot of their stuff is just collaborating with them. Yeah, you know? and that's like a that's a big. I wouldn't even say cosign. It's just like a big <laughs> yeah. moment. You know. Yeah, for that, I yeah. Because I mean, obviously, the internet is changing things, and you know, platforms like Instagram, TikTok. Now the um the what the lens i don't know if that's the word mm. but like the vision is not just very linear anymore yeah. it's mm-hmm. like you're consuming data and memes and cultures yes. from like all over the world now yes. mm. yeah. where do you get a lot of your inspiration or like where do you find a lot of things these days in, in <laughs> media and stuff <laughs> wait visually or yeah i yeah. mean well like yeah i guess i guess visually but also like in music too you know yeah um, in- um Depends on the day and the wig. <laughs> and the wig. Because <laughs> um, honestly, sometimes, and I, I have mad respect and appreciation for producers who can translate the scramble that is my brain mm. and just help me lay it out on a sonic, you know, wave. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I'm like, I want it to sound like this, but with the elements of this, like even the, the opening track on my album, um, I remember I went into the studio and I played um, a Fuji song. Mm. A f- Fuji is like, it's a real like s- deep genre of like African slash Nigerian music. It's mm. like very specific to my culture. Yeah. Like, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with Ashake. No, oh. I don't think so. Oh. Yeah, he's great. So um, it's like the song that I remember growing up with, mm. right? And I played it to them. And then I also played them this like Vampire Weekend track. And then <laughs> yeah, Love we that went combo. and then Jamiroquai. Uh-huh. And then we just married everything and it That's became awesome. what is the opening track. And I, oh, I'm so happy with it because even like they took a voice note I was playing with. Like in the back while they were producing, they're like, that voice note you just did, send it to us. And that's the chorus. I'm like, just like, what the, what? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So that makes, and then it's about murder, but it's happy. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just, it depends on just, um, 
you know, I had to like make a playlist. I think I'll make the playlist public. That that actually is a good idea. I got to write down of like <laughs> I I just made an inspiration playlist of like songs yeah. that I wish I made. Mm. And it's yeah. just songs from all sorts of timelines, cultures, all that yada yada just in one and I would always take that to sessions because sometimes I get in there they've already pre-made something and it's always and I'm like no (laughs) no I want to talk about my feelings (laughs) which I mean you can talk about your feelings with that but it's just like it's limiting yeah it gets tiring after a while Yeah, yeah. so I'm like I want to expand the sound I want with the music I make to reflect the music I listen to. Mm. Yeah. I love that that's like the blend, just even that one example, the blend of different inspirations you pull from. Because I think that's the beauty of seeing different artists coming from regions that we haven't seen really on, you know, a mainstream way before. Because it's like all the inspirations you're pulling from, like the song that you grew up on, like we've mm-hmm. never heard that. Yeah. And I think it's going to be so like fun to hear more of that. 12 yeah. minute song. <laughs> just, I love that. Do you spend, goes, do you spend a lot of time still in Lagos? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. 100%. I would lose my mind if I didn't. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Because my family is there, you know, a bunch of my friends are there. Yeah. And you know, I did spend a lot of time in New York, especially, uh, you know, I was there during COVID. So mm. oh, that oh, wasn't yeah. fun on the mental. Uh, yeah. But, um, <laughs> Yeah. Maybe that's what caused all this growth. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of apartment time. Yeah. <laughs> did you have like a, did you set up your apartment in a way that made it feel even more, because com- I know obviously New York has like a vibe, yeah. a, a reputation for being very like confining Yeah, it wasn't fun because even my window, my window just stares right at some other building's brick wall. <laughs> oh, gosh. So it's just like, you, I can hear the street, but I can't even see it. Oh, right. So I can't see any activity. I just saw the next door neighbor and her cat. So that that was that was a great fun. So no game wonder you're play. like I have to go back to Lagos all <laughs> yeah. the time. So oh I gosh. always I need to be there to just even and even like it's crazy because um, when I left left um, there was there was like a dance scene, but it was very limited to like expats and like a mm-hmm. handful of Nigerians who were interested, and it would be like these two hundred cap venues. Mm-hmm. You know, but now I go home, they're doing like entire warehouses of shows mm. and raves. And yeah. like, it's just so, it's been such a crazy evolution. Yeah. And I also didn't even realize how much of a hand I've had in that. So like, I definitely want to work with like um, producers from there more mm-hmm. because it's just crazy how big the scene has gotten. Yeah. Well, I'd love since. to hear more about you saying you didn't realize how much of a hand you've had in it. Yeah. What what did you realize? Um cuz I mean, now I know from, you know, I go to the raves and stuff now and then people come up to me and they're like, "Oh no. Oh oh my god. I can't believe it's you." Oh, they like, recognize you me? now. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um you know, cuz when I was making the earlier stuff like, you know, the rinse and repeats, the gingers, all that type of stuff. No one was really doing that. Like, I remember mm-hmm. they were comparing me to Dr. Alban. You know, mm-hmm. Dr. Al- you know, that like real ravey techno song that it's my life. Yeah. It's- mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, like yeah, yeah. a Nigerian doctor oh. that then became what? a vocalist. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's an amazing story. Yeah. So people were comparing me to that, you know, and I was just like, whoa, that's not at all the quite the comparison that I thought my career yeah. would start off with yeah. um but it was cool because you know it was a nice fresh slate because yeah. it was um I listened to a lot of Nigerian rap and pop growing up so 
I mean, I know I mentioned my big sister, my uncle Bob, but I also had my own music mm-hmm. taste yeah. growing up mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I discovered. And it was just the way I was blending things. Like, no one had heard that before. Yeah. You know, it was even kind of tough for me to write because I didn't, I was like, I don't know if this sounds stupid or if it sounds great because... You've never heard it. Yeah, I've never, never heard it before. It before. Yeah. So now... There's that, um, and I've been saying this a lot because I feel like I've carried the scars of all this stuff. Because I always say people talk about, oh, shatter the glass ceiling, but they don't talk about the scars you get on the when you do that, mm. right? So yeah. um, now there's like this generation of, um, I want to say ravers and like, you know, party goers who, mm-hmm. n- they, now they have that. They have right. Kahlo, me. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, that they've listened to and they're like, oh, wow, you can blend yes. Nigerian sounds and Nigerianisms into dance music, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and it will sound dope as fuck. Yeah. yeah. You know, so um, it's very, very, very interesting to see what the scene has become yeah, and like sure. how they're using the stuff I've made and like, you know. Like you said, even Black Coffee. Because even Black Coffee, he was like, I remember he was on this, we had this TV station called Channel O. Like he would just DJ there and <laughs> people would like always, you know, go past, at least in Nigeria. I'm sure he was massive in mm. s- South Africa. And they yeah. were like, oh, what is this weird music? Because <laughs> it's still heavily believed that dance music is not Nigerian mm. or it has no business being Nigerian really Interesting. It, there's always a debate even because there's like oh who's the first first Nigerian the or the Nigerians who have Grammys so it's always a debate every February of like mm. oh Kala doesn't count I'm like I do what? <laughs> you're like according I to do, who <laughs> yeah because it's like cause because of the type of music I make there's like this misconception that I'm not Nigerian mm. or I wasn't raised there but wow. I was right. you know and I go back all the time I speak my language pretty fluently and all that type of stuff it's just I listen to so much that I can't mm. I can't limit myself to one genre that's such an interesting so, thing to carry yeah it's yeah. like a weird artist. side effect yeah. of success yeah. outside I, of the yeah because yeah, I feel like it's one thing to I talk about this all the time with like my family of just being like a a second generation person you know yeah. you're you're living in america you know mm-hmm. you you feel very culturally attached to a place that's far away yeah but then at the same time you go back to that place and then you don't feel fully nigerian yeah because you ha- you are splitting your time and they don't even like say that you are a nigerian artist sometimes which is crazy yeah you know? yeah it's, it's such a weird thing to it's balance. definitely interesting because yeah. even like when the rinse and repeat was taking off i was i was working in nigeria actually um right yeah like my first plaque got delivered to my office like you know <laughs> me and my coworkers <laughs> open it up so it was just it's definitely just been an, a very interesting um but then i think now when because i've been spending a lot of time back home mm. um and i'm starting to realize the impact all these actions yeah have made like, well it's I, also like being a Kind of like being a trailblazer is kind of hard. You know, you have to go through a lot of maybe, you know, adversity for then the person maybe five years from now is going to have less, you know, hurdles to go through in that way to break down cultural misconceptions. Yeah. I mean, I think you said it beautifully with the the scars. Nobody talks about the scars. Yeah. They're like, shatter the glass ceiling, but you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I mean, yeah, what Chad was saying is true. It's like when, you already are starting to see the effects of it. Yeah. So it's just a matter of time before everyone else starts to realize, like, oh, mm-hmm. yes. It's definitely you a are very... a Nigerian trailblazing artist. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely a very interesting space to be in. 
Yeah, well, we're also sure. going to be entering an era where Africa is going to have a massive cultural moment. It's coming yeah. soon because, like, yeah, it really just had to do with technology. Yeah. It had to do with technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm saying, even yeah, I mean, even more than now, just mm. mainly because um, a lot more people in Africa are having access to the internet while they're roaming on their phones, yeah. right? Which is like that's the big breakthrough a lot of times. It's, I think, yeah, because sure. I, I I just know this because my friend who worked at a major label said that they invested a lot of effort into getting streaming like. Mm-hmm. Very, very prevalent in those regions. Yeah, because Spotify India just places. launched. Um, yeah, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, because for the longest time, I was the most streamed Nigerian female artist wow. on Spotify. But it was also because, you know, there wasn't Spotify in mm-hmm. Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the bulk of my streams were coming. I think the bulk of my streams come from here and Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out Australia. <laughs> Shout out Australia. <laughs> yeah. Um, so whatchamacallit. It, it was definitely a very interesting because when people like because, you know, I, I do what I does, you know, I yeah, show yeah. up to places. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll put the shades on, you know, but <laughs> people don't expect us because sometimes even maybe I'll I'll be at the gym or I'm having lunch and they're like, oh, so what do you do for a living? And I say, oh, I make music. But because I'm not like the WizKids and the Davidos, they think yeah. I'm like a struggling musician mm-hmm. who hasn't done anything yet they're like you know it's such a tough industry to break into and they start trying to give me all this advice i'm like yeah yeah i'm sure i can imagine (laughs) and they're like you know what let me let me support you let me check let me let me get and then Mm. they see my stats and they're like oh oh (laughs) and they're like why are you not yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because y'all don't want to book me. <laughs> I love that. I love that switch. You love that switch up. You know? Yeah, it's I do nice, love it. I, a... I, I love to just sit there and just watch them. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, pull it up. I'll, I'll wait. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's that my little light flex for this. <laughs> oh uh, but it's going to be exciting this next era when we're going to see, I think, a lot more global cultures kind of having really much more presence in the yeah. zeitgeist when they have access to, like you're saying, like, Spotify, what? That's a game changer, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I think what you're saying, too, about going back and seeing that now there's many more shows, many more people putting on the shows and people recognizing you because I think that's the stuff that allows younger kids to be like, oh, wait, I've always thought I could want, like, wanted to try that, but now I can Mm -hmm. actually see that there's a path to do it. Yeah, yeah, and it's crazy, you know, because then they're also figuring out, because one of the reasons why I left, like, when my career started taking off was... Because, like, I would be talking to people about publishing splits. They don't. They wouldn't even know mm. what I was talking about, oh, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So it's it's crazy because, you know, like you said now, like, there's a Sony office in Nigeria. There's, like, Spotify. There's, like, all this stuff. And now it's becoming such a massive industry mm-hmm. um, that you can actually make money from without, like, having to rely so heavily on shows. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, it's definitely been an interesting change so i'm like i'm opening a studio back home oh nice right now because like you know we don't have that culture of yeah (laughs) going to studios yet but i think it's coming so that's that's amazing well tell us more about the studio when is it opening and Uh, i don't have a when yet (laughs) (laughs) okay but i do have it we're working on it Um, i'm trying to make it cute so people can take selfies too (laughs) yes important (laughs) yeah very important so um you know, because I also noticed um, um, with women, like, because, you, you know, all these artists coming up to me, they're like, oh, you, you do this and you do that. And they're like asking me, oh, how do I do this and how do I? Yeah. And a lot of the women, especially because, you know, 
a lot of the studios are in like guys' houses and mm-hmm. like, you mm-hmm. know, or you end up, they end up like recording at hotel rooms at like right. yeah. midnight and stuff. And it, it's not really the most uh, comfortable, comfortable mm-hmm. environment. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. Comfortable environment. And I mean, you were in a dorm closet, right? Yeah, so you're yeah. like, hey. <laughs> at least that was her dorm closet. Yeah, it was you know? my dorm closet. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, if you go into a room full of men, right. you know, that you've, basically never met no, for the I mean, most it's, part yeah. and it's just little old you and then mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> so it's huge yeah yeah because then I mean at my big age <laughs> my <laughs> parents are still like why are you going to record at 1am but yeah. it's just like because of the climate you know yeah, yeah. that's that's how the culture is back home. That's, that's so when important. studio sessions yeah. happen. Yeah. Well, you should just so, let them know that producers are vampires. They don't yeah. go to bed until the sun is up. Yeah. So, <laughs> but in in Nigeria, it's like it's I I, ima- I I started to put myself in the shoes of my parents, and mm. I started realizing, okay, I understand mm. why they would freak out. Yeah. yeah. You know, yes. wh- you know that I've gone to this random guy's house. Yeah. At Especially as like a vulnerable artist, when you're so excited for any opportunity, like yeah. that's a really vulnerable position to be yeah, in. Yeah, and a lot of so, them, yeah. especially the women coming up, um, they they express concern about yeah. that because they're just like, you know, they don't want to get harassed or yes. assaulted or like, yeah. you know, made just fun of. Yeah, yeah, so... Having I that was, safe space so you could yeah, create for them, Yeah, so safety, safety, safety is the number one priority of the studio. Like, I want it to have all the elements of like just comfort and, mm-hmm. you know... Then you can just focus on creating. Mm. Yes, you know? and looking mm. cute in the studio. And looking cute. So that, <laughs> no, that's I, why the selfies yes. are very important. I mean, having like a yeah. women-owned and led studio like that, I can yeah. imagine is gonna be a game changer. That's yeah. Amazing. So I definitely want to um, make that a thing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I love <laughs> that's that. Amazing. There's that's so great. much exciting stuff coming up for you. Yeah. And also, we haven't. I we haven't even said by name your new album, Pain Pleasure. Will oh be yes, out Pain this Pleasure. Summer. Pain Pleasure. Yeah, that's what it's called. Ooh, I said that out loud. Ooh. I know. Does it hey. feel official? It feels, yeah, feels it feels real now, right? On the mic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's and great. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. We've already seen a couple amazing singles and mm-hmm. the music videos that have come out. Yeah. I think it's really clear at this point that there is. A very unique, powerful, interesting message and inspiration yeah. that you've had <laughs> yeah. building this album. Yeah. So the first excited. half is, you know, expressing a lot of pain and mm. um but in a positive way. Yes. <laughs> in a positive environment. Then we got an interlude. And then we got the <laughs> euphoric, you know, more I wanna say party. Cause you know, as much as I don't party, party, party all the time anymore, I do like to get it in a little. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to get after the it. spirit of party within you. I think yes, you'll always I have do. the spirit of party. I, well, I I also, I so many different <laughs> types of electronic music are represented, or mu- music in general, uh, in the yeah. production, and yeah. that that was really cool. I'm sure. Yeah. it lends credit to your your diverse taste. Yeah, yeah. I really. So that that's why I think I'm gonna make that playlist public because it really helped me um, explore. I'm like, okay. What songs do I wish? And shout out that book too, the the how to write one song, because I feel like sometimes I had lyrics that maybe I would write them down even in that notes, but I was afraid to put them to melody because mm-hmm. I thought they would sound ridiculous or mm-hmm. I thought they would sound weird. But um, now I'm just like, okay, I feel this and what, you know? I love it. Yeah, it and seemed I, like you had a lot of fun. Sorry, I yeah. just, I, it just was, no. I had a lot of fun listening to it, so I can only imagine. Hey, I think yeah, that's I what I've always appreciated about all of the music I've heard from you so far, and now hearing about you know the backstory and how you think about 
the tough things you've been through and experienced. Mm-hmm. I'm even more impressed that all of the music feels so fun. Thank you. I appreciate that. I think there's only one slow song on the entire project. And even that, it's still like, it's still like vibey. You're just giving the ravers a moment to like breathe, you know? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It it has room to breathe. Because then that's another thing I noticed in my sets. Like, oh my God, it's just 120 and above the whole time. (laughs) I get exhausted. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So I'm like, okay, we need, we need some in-between songs. We, you know? Well, great. I can't wait. I need to see you in person to do the show. Because oh, now that yeah, I've heard the will. music, and I then can only I imagine the vibes. I have, and it, it, I don't know when this right. airs, but um, I have like a series that I want to do around the album. Like uh, the first one is going to be here, but I don't know if it's going to be before this comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is going to be here, and I'm going to do LA, New York, London, Lagos, just all the cities that I think you know, have helped shape Mm. my sound. So I just want to like re-familiarize myself and I want people there to re-familiarize themselves with me. Mm -hmm. Mm. And let's just have a great time. That's a great way to approach a tour. I think that'll be great for both you and the fans. Yeah, it it wouldn't even be like a tour. It kind of like a, I want to call it, I don't know if it's a rave or listening. I, I don't experience. know. A party. And it, yeah, I mean, it's experience. just a party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I, I definitely want to do those and just connect on that level. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Amazing. We'll, maybe we'll call it the pain and pleasure experience. Yeah. I like it. I that sounds it. like a good party. Yeah. <laughs> to be totally honest. It feels like a ki- yeah, you're in like your Kill Bill era right now. You know? Oh, yeah. You <laughs> oh saw the God. video for fun. So yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Very much so. Well, you know, play killed a guy with a bowling ball. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, it was, and it was so fun to watch the whole time. Yeah, I, I was smiling I, the whole I, time. I terrified the director. He was like, "Oh, I was like, oh. don't worry, it'll be, it'll be campy." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have a smile on my face the whole time. That's yeah, the perfect way to describe it. <laughs> well, Carla, thank you so much for stopping by. Absolutely, it thank was so you. lovely to learn all this about you, and I'm excited for pain and pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for coming. I'm very excited. I'm excited for you guys to experience the experience. Yes, yes that yeah. too. It's going to be Absolutely. amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yay. We did it. We did it. We did it. <laughs>